Good evening, everyone. This is Lee the Appraiser for another amazing episode of Amazing Appraising here in our brand new APR 57 Gallery located on the amazing 57th Street, right on Broadway, and we are here for another incredible show. We're noticing more people on the streets, more people coming out, more people at work. So hopefully that's a very positive attitude. You know, we need the mayor and the politicians and the judges and the district attorney to cut down on crime. They have to do their share. Um, just a thought, by the way, you know, they're saying, I, I read this the other day, they're saying, what should they do? They have no idea how to cut down on crime. No idea. They have no idea how they're having a special meeting, the MTA. They're saying that fare evasion is between 10 and 15 percent. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to tackle it. Well, again, you don't have to be too smart to understand if the penalty would outdo the crime, there wouldn't be any crime or any fare evasion. Do you know in certain countries, if you get caught stealing, they chop off your hand? No, seriously. They don't have too many repeat offenders for two reasons. One reason is the uh, penalty is so severe, um, they think twice or a hundred times before they commit the crime. Mm -hmm. And secondly, no repeat offenders. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a hand to steal. So um, anyhow, I think we could take a lesson from that because I would guarantee you that if we instituted the death penalty for fare evasion or for robbery or burglary, there wouldn't be any crime. I mean, you'd probably have a few lunatics that would do it, <laughs> but they'd be on like a suicide watch. But other than that, well, I always give like analogies like that because that means that there's a very simple solution. Very simple. Now, that might be a little extreme. 99% of the public wouldn't care if that's the case because they'd be safe. And you can't live your life not being safe. That is the number one thing. Everything else, who cares? The public is reaching their limits. I think they have to vote in politicians that are serious on crime and district attorneys that are serious on prosecuting people. I mean, you know, we have a DA, Alvin Bragg. You can't really fault him because he ran on the platform of what he's doing. So I think it's crazy the public voted him in, but, you know, it's not like he said he's going to be hard on crime and now he's soft on crime. He said, I'm going to be soft on crime. I'm going to let everybody go. I don't care, you know, uh, you pull weapons. Who cares? I am not, which is ridiculous. you got to have the backs of our police. Um, regardless, if it's, I, you know, there's certainly there's bad apples in every barrel, that's for sure. But overall, the police are good. Overall, we need them. You can't live without them, especially with all the crazy people running around. And, um, you know, I think we got to do something drastically right now before it gets worse. I mean, the subways are free for all. You got people sleeping there. It's like crazy, okay? I see more homeless than I do police. I don't, I go back and forth on the trains there. I don't, I hardly see any police officers in the subway. You know, when, when the mayor uh, made a statement a couple weeks ago, they were there the next day, but that's it. Then they disappeared. 
I don't know where the police are, but they certainly aren't on patrol in the streets and aren't in the subways. So they should have a police officer in every station. I really don't know why they need two together. I mean, forget about there should be, you know, two what? To protect themselves? They got to protect the public, right? That doesn't make any sense. So they should have a police officer in every station. They should probably right now have a police officer on every train. And, um, you know, it probably wouldn't hurt if, uh, well, I guess I was going to say if the conductors and motormen uh, were officially licensed to carry a handgun, I guess that might help too a little, but I don't know. But certainly you got to have police. They should have a police officer on the corner in New York City on every three blocks. So if you needed one, you could call, you could go, you knew where they would be. They said 24-7, a cop on, say, the north, you know, whatever it is, the corner on every, every three blocks. Doesn't that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right? I know. I mean, I, they could probably do it. Like, I, I, where are the police officers now, you know? I, I mean, they're, they're certainly not visible. So yeah. I think, again, I'm not necessarily blaming the police. I'm blaming their um, management is why they're not there. They're going to say, well, we never wanted to do that. But they should have a police officer on every three blocks in the city, and everyone would be able to, you know, there'd be one there stationed there 24-7. They should have one on every um, subway car and in every police station. That's it. I, they do that, I would say crime would probably go down 90%. Okay. That's my opinion. You heard it here first. And, of course, if they institute the death penalty for even minor crimes, it would go down 100%. But, again, that's probably a little extreme. But I guess everyone gets the drift here, meaning that if you make a severe penalty, which that's the reason you have penalties, is that it should be strong enough that people wouldn't even consider doing that. So, I mean, I'll make a, you know, I, I don't know. But let's just say for argument's sake, fair evasion. Okay. First of all, the only way you're going to stop fair evasion is if you have a police officer in every station. Okay. That's like numero uno. Okay. Like, I mean, I saw something the other day. An older, middle-aged woman. She jumped the fair, jumped the turnstile. She opened up the gate for her father to go into the station. And I am sure, I am sure her belief is she seemed like, like a very, you know, honest, morally good person. Her belief is that, you know what, if everyone else is doing it, I'm going to do it too. Mm-hmm. There's no cops here. They don't care. They don't press charges against anybody. Why should I be afraid? Why should I be the idiot to pay my fare? And that's, I'm sure, what she thought and felt. And in some respects, she's right. So anyhow, anyhow, okay, so we got an unbelievable show. We're going to be talking today about Uh, We have a great special World Series baseball signed by the Mets. We have three solid, one-ounce solid gold coins. We actually have a pocket watch, wrist watch, in its original box from 60 or 70 years ago, made out of a gold coin. We got two incredible rare Rolex watches, one the very first Rolex president virtually ever made, and another one is a gold and steel diving submariner watch. 
we have a, a couple documents and historical items here. We have a centennial, that means the 100th anniversary of the United States, um, linen hand-engraved piece uh, honoring the 100th anniversary of the United States that was made in eight, uh, eight the centennial was 1776, so this was 1876, 150 years old, uh, with a beautiful drawing and picture of George Washington. We have a inauguration um, committee uh, invitation for the inauguration of Richard Milhouse Nixon and Spiro Agnew, signed by the vice president from the White House. And we have, uh, I think, one of the very first cards of the great Wilt Chamberlain, one of the greatest basketballs ever. The greatest, he wasn't the greatest basketball. He was the greatest basketball player ever, okay? Uh, that'll be something if he was the greatest basketball. But the greatest basketball player ever that was issued in 1970. So we're gonna be talking about all these items and more. Uh, and listen, because we're also going to be talking about how, you, how we evaluate these items. It means what gives these items the value, the desirability, um, the worth, and the collectability, all these things that are necessary to appraise and, authentic and to authenticate them. We're going to be talking about all those things. So if you have any of these areas of collectibles and you want to learn how to grade them, authenticate them, and figure out what they're worth, make sure you come back after this message. We'll be right back. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000, 212-246-2000, or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. Welcome, everyone, back to Amazing Appraising. Lee the Appraiser here at the APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in the amazing New York City, 57th Street and Broadway. Okay. By the way, you can call or text us anytime. Uh, our number is 917-439-9610. Uh, everything we're talking about today is going to be on our YouTube channels in about a week or two. So please... Um, if you want to see specifics, uh, please go to our channel under Amazing Appraising. Subscribe, listen to all the beautiful, and see all the gorgeous items that we are discussing in person here. Okay, so we are going to be talking about right now what we have. Again, it's going to be shown on YouTube. A 1986 World Series official baseball with the commissioner's signature, Peter Uberoff. Uh, signed as commissioner there, and this ball is signed by the entire, well, I shouldn't say the entire, but most, I believe, most of the 1986 World Series New York Mets. So what we have here is a ball, 
that this bowl was made specifically for the 86 World Series. They printed it and they played the World Series using this exact baseball, okay? And um, it is signed, it has, let's see here, 28 members of the New York Mets, so I guess it's the entire team. It is signed in a blue ballpoint pen. Um, and uh, basically here, what do we have here? We have the entire team here. I'm gonna throw out some of the names. It's actually cool. This was right after the World Series. It's uh, on the bottom here, right after World Series 1986. It has Ray Knight MVP. He was the Mets third baseman that had an incredible World Series and was instrumental in the team winning the World Series, and he signed it there. Some of the other signatures we have here are Gary, Cardi, Gary Carter, not, Gary Carter, who was their great catcher and instrumental player, who uh, unfortunately died of, I think he had some sort of uh, a cancer, a brain cancer or something like that, uh, a number of years ago. Uh, we have George Foster, who was the big red machine power hitter who went came on the Mets, Bobby Ojeda I recognize. Uh, it looks like uh, John Olerud. Um, oh, my good friend Lenny Dykstra, who's been on our show a couple times. Uh, Hard as Nails, Tim Tuffle. Uh, Ron Darling, the great pitcher and uh, now international broadcaster of the team. Uh, Dwight Dot Gooden, the great, uh, great, great starting pitcher on the Mets. Daryl Strawberry, the great home run hitter on the Mets and power hitter. Uh, Mookie Wilson, who's uh, single through the legs of uh, the Boston first baseman, <laughs> Bill Buckner. Um, Howard Johnson, Bud Harrelson, who was a coach actually on that team. Bobby Ojeda, let's see who else I missed there. Uh, Dave Magadan, Terry Leach, Barry Lyons, Roger McDowell. Kevin Elster, Kevin Mitchell. I remember him on, I think he was on the Giants. He caught a ball in left field. Um, it was all the way to the foul pole, and he didn't want to lean over with his glove, and he caught it barehanded with his left hand. That was pretty cool. Uh, Danny Heap, Tim Tuffle, Davey Johnson, who I believe was the manager, Doug Sisk, Keith Hernandez, Rafael Santana, uh, Wally Backman, who's, I think, still in the Mets organization. Rick Anderson, wow. Uh, a lot of Sid Fernandez, Bill Robinson, Ed Hearn. A lot of great players on that team. Wow, what a World Series, what a ball. It's absolutely perfect condition. Okay, so let's just get to the brass tacks here. So how would one know, oh, Mel Stoudemire, who's a coach on the team, signed it. So how would one know if it's genuine? Okay, so there's a couple ways of doing it. First of all, you want to look at the probability. Uh, typically, balls like this, you have to just go into the thought process of how it's done. So it's very unlikely that somebody is going to get a baseball like this. First, it had the 19, this is a ball from the World Series. So it's a 1986 World Series officially uh, imprinted baseball that was used during that time. So the ball itself has some rarity, as they made very few. They made them just to play in the World Series and another group that they made out as souvenirs to hand out or to sell some. So it has that distinction of being an 86 ball. So that in itself makes it rare, and it makes it more likely that it was given to the team to sign because 
typically if they're going to the trouble of having the team sign the baseball, they're going to give them something special to sign, which is an 86 uh, Rawlings officially signed baseball. Okay, so they got so we got the baseball. So that's good point number one. Number two is, again, how is it coming about to be signed? All the players had to get together. So whether they met in the clubhouse, whether they met at a dinner, whether they met when um, after, you know, the first, you know, the first game of the following season when they all got together, whether it was spring training, they all were together to sign this ball. It's very unlikely that if it's original that somebody went and over the course of a year got the players to sign this separately. It means that they probably signed with the same pen. Mm -hmm. So if you notice, it's signed in all the same color. Mm -hmm. So that's another good point of it, meaning it was signed by a blue pen. It changed a little over the course of 40, 46 years, my gosh, 40, almost 50 years old. So the color of the ink tends to change a little over time. So it turned from a bright blue to a sort of a dark green. Common, no problem. So you want to see the same consistency and the same print that it was, okay? Number two. Um, number three is, now a baseball has what's called, uh, the, the, the uh, what is this called, the stitching, okay? So if you look closely, you'll actually see the signature going over the stitching. And that's important because a lot of early, a lot of baseballs that are printed, they take the signatures, they print the signatures on the stitching, and then they cut it, and then they make the holes for the stitching. So if that happens that way, that means the stitching goes through the signature, mm -hmm. and the uh, holes go through that, which is not the case here. You actually see them signing in certain places outside the signature. So... All those are indications of the fact that it's genuine. Now, me being uh, an expert in signatures and having seen a lot of them over the years, I can also tell you that, in my clear opinion, if you look under a glass, you'll see the signatures all appear to be original, and they all to be they all appear to be exactly the way the player signed them. So, um, in that regard, it's got a lot of points to it now. In it, so in my opinion, without question, it's 100% genuine for the reasons I just mentioned. Now there is another reason that, but again, this just adds the icing on the cake. So it has a hologram on it. That means a serial number. It states here that this certificate and ball was signed by the champion Mets. It has a list of the 28 players and it has the hologram and it comes with an authentication from a company called all American collectibles from Fairlawn, New Jersey. Now, that company, I don't believe is in business anymore, but they had a very good reputation, and they were known to do signings of, uh, we had, in fact, I think last week we had the, um, a, uh, in fact, it's at our office right now here, the uh, 1970, uh, 69, 70, I think 70, uh, New York Knicks championship, we had a lithograph that they promoted and sold. So they have a good reputation of dealing directly with the players, their agents, their managers. So all things said, I thought it was 100% genuine. Um, this certificate and label on it, hologram, makes it 100% genuine. And uh, we're very happy to have bought this, offered it. It came from a gentleman 
who spent thousands of dollars buying a lot of collectibles from all over, and a lot from this all-American collectible business. So it's just beautiful. The condition is perfect. Um, this is something, you know, it's great. And something like this we would appraise for probably about $1,000. So if you have any baseballs or sports memorabilia that you want to have appraised or authenticated, please call us, text us, and we will be happy to answer any questions, and we look forward to seeing them. We are going to take another short break, and we'll be right back talking about watches and gold and autographs and sports memorabilia and political memorabilia. We'll be right back after this brief message. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices, in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212 212- 246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. Lee the Appraiser back for another segment of Amazing Appraising. So we've been talking about my political views. We've been talking about sports memorabilia. We just had a 1986 World Championship Mets 86 original baseball World Series ball signed by the entire championship team in absolutely perfect 10 out of 10 condition with an original certificate from the company that arranged the signing almost 50 years ago. Crazy, huh? So we're going to be talking about a couple other things here. We're Now we're talking about let's switch gears like they say and let's talk about gold coins. Okay, as our audience knows, gold is hot right now. It is uh, very hot. It's been at close to the record price or at record price over the last couple weeks. And we have three very beautiful gold coins we're going to be talking about. Number one is a $50 American one-ounce gold eagle. Uh, it has a picture of Lady Liberty on it, which is similar to the $20 St. Gordon's coin that was issued, I think, in 1908. Uh, everyone, please, if again, if you want to um, see or see what we're doing here, actually see the items we're describing and appraising, go to our YouTube channel under Amazing Appraising. You'll be able to see that. If you want to hear this or other broadcasts again, you can go to the iHeart station under iHeart Radio, Amazing Appraising. And I think you can go under Spotify and hear us there as well. All the previous episodes from the last year and a half or two years, as long as we've been doing these shows. So we have a twenty, a fifty-dollar gold coin. So this, the the um, what they call the obverse here, the front is um, of Lady Liberty. It's the same design that. Uh, what they made out of the $20 gold coin originally in 1908 called uh, the St. Gordon's, a beautiful design by many considered to be the most beautiful coin ever issued. It has an eagle on the back there. It says very clearly, one ounce pure fine gold. 
It weighs an ounce of pure gold. It's in absolutely uncirculated condition. This one is dated 2021, so it was made a couple months ago last year. And it's in absolutely perfect condition. Uh, these go for it today. We sell them for in the range of about uh, 1900 to $2,000. If somebody wants a quantity of them, we'll actually give them even a better price. If you have any for sale, we'd be, we'd be uh, happy to appraise them and buy them from you. It would be around that range, okay? So this is a $50 U.S. American Eagle. They started making these coins in 1986, was the first date they made the $50 coins, and they've been making them till today, okay? Next, we have a one ounce gold Krugerrand from 1978, which I think is one of the earliest ones they ever made. Um, it is made by South Africa. This was like the first one ounce gold coin made, meaning uh, before other countries got into the market of selling them. So the Krugerrands were very popular. A lot of people from South Africa uh, would smuggle them into the States because they had a lot of issues of bringing years ago with the apartheid and everything of bringing the wealth out of South Africa. The government wanted to try to circumvent that and limit it. So people, instead of bringing money, would bring in valuable. So they, we had a lot of clients that were bringing in hundreds and hundreds of Krugerrands to sell. Um, so this is a one ounce Krugerrand, one ounce pure gold. This one is 76 also in uncirculated condition. These today also sell for about $1,900 to $2,000 each. If you're interested in buying them, please let us know. We're happy to accommodate you and give you a good price. And um, a lot of people want to put their money in gold today, and that's a good idea. And conversely, a lot of people want to sell them because they bought these coins for three to $500 each, and they'd be making a whopping profit. So I looked at some old invoices I had about 20 years ago, and we were buying these coins from dealers for 295, 300, 275, and now they're up to two grand, crazy. So um, we have these available. If you have any questions about them, we buy one ounce, half ounce, quarter ounce, tenth ounce, whatever you have. We're happy to give you a free appraisal and a very fair and high cash offer. Now, this is a little more unusual. A lot of people haven't seen these. These are called the 100 Coronas from Austria. I think it's, uh, the, the, it's Francis Joseph, I believe, is on the face of it. Uh, it has their symbol on the back. These are called, these are from 1915. These are called restrikes. So even though they say 1915, they were typically made a number of years later. Uh, they received, they got the, what they call the, the plates, and they reissued this coin. So it's one of the few coins that a government issued that is not issued the exact date it said it was. So they reissued these on the plates. Typically they were, I think, made in the uh, mid-30s, I believe. So these contain a drop less than an ounce. So these would trade for somewhere about 1850 to 1900. And if you, again, you're interested in buying any, let us know. You have any for sale, let us know. All these coins, um, these are pretty easy to authenticate, although you still have to be careful. But um, they, you know, gold has a certain texture, a certain weight. So these are clearly original. Uh, we issue certificates with everything we sell just to let and make everybody happy and feel comfortable. We guarantee everything we sell in our praise. So um, 
If you're interested in either investing in gold or selling your gold, or and that includes silver, platinum, any other metals, uh, let us know. Palladium, we're happy to evaluate, appraise, and buy them and answer any and all questions you may have. We do a lot of appraisals on a daily basis. We do estate appraisals for attorneys and insurance companies, for executors, uh, for heirs, uh, for family members, et cetera, et cetera, okay? So uh, that's our little segment or our little uh, period on coins. So um, while we're talking about those coins here, let's talk about this other thing. We have a box here. This is super cool. It is an antique box. Uh, looks like it's made sort of out of a dark blue velvet uh, leather. Impressed. You have pictures of five different coins on the cover of it. One might think it's a box of coins, but not, it's very big for a box for coins, right? So we're going to open it up. And it says here, it's a Luvik wristwatch. It says Liberty 20, 17 jewels, style, accuracy, and quality. Wow. So to me, as, fam as interesting as the watch, I love this box. This box is absolutely brand new. Look at that. A blue velvet case for it. So we have a coin here. It's a picture which is similar to the $20 Liberty coin that they manu that the government made from up until, I guess, uh, what year? 1907, I believe. Okay? Um, and uh, the front of it, again, the box tends to show me, I'm going to say the box looks like it's from 1940s or 50s. The coin appears to be solid gold. Um, it's really cool, the back of it. It looks like it's a spaceship almost. Okay, it's got stars all around it, which the original $20 gold coin has. Um, and it looks like really a spaceship going to the moon. The little moon here, to me, has a Russian, we'll say, style or annotation. Lovik sounds possibly like a Russian name. Um, you know what? Let's do what I do all day long. Let's, I mean, we're going to look this up, okay? While I have you on the phone, guys, let's just check it and see. Okay? Um, again, you guys, remember, the Internet you can use, it, it's the culmination of, like, every library and book in the world. So, again, the trick is on how to look things up. All the information is there. So let's see here. We're going to look under Lovic Watch. How about, um, better yet, Lovic Watch Company. History, that's what I want to see. So they were located, they started in New York City in the 1950s. So this couldn't be, again, so just by that simple reasoning, it can't be before 1950. So we just excluded. So it probably started about 1950. Lovic, to me, it sounds like a possible Russian name. That emblem of a half moon there resembles to me also a, a Russian style. Um, yeah. 
It says here the Lovick Watch Company, rather an odd history, was known as a Baldwin brand in the U.S., and often had movements by Pierpoint or Hellbros, which are two other watch companies. Okay, interesting. They, they actually, they may, I don't know if my listeners can see, or my, uh, they make a watch which is called a, um, I'll show it here for some of our people here. It's called a travel watch. That means you put, it's like a pocket watch, sort of where you push it in and out, and it winds the watch. This watch typically would be from the 40s. Interesting enough, it has their name on it. So there's a dispute. The guy is saying that most of these watches are from the 40s. So I don't know how the company can start in the 50s if they made this watch in the 40s. But then again, it's around that period of time. But anyhow, so you know how you open up this little coin? You push a button here somewhere. There's a little notch here. You push it up and it opens up. So this coin watch opens up. And you push a, a little button that's on the side of the coin. And then you, it has a little base there. So this could be used to like a, uh, a little clock that you could put on your uh, mantle or your next to your bed on your desk or whatever table. And it could, you could see the time there, when, you know, and you would uh, wind it. Of course, it can't be battery because they didn't have watches with battery movements in 1945 or 1950. So there's a lot of cool things about this. One is it's made as an original coin, a Lady Liberty coin. They call this the Liberty 20 because it's made after the $20. 17 joules is the original mechanical movement. Um, so the two coolest things I find about this is I've seen watches like this, but the condition is absolutely perfect. It's like brand spanking new. I mean, just really, really cool. And the workmanship to make this, you have to understand, this was made 80, 70 years ago. For them to cut out a coin and make this is really cool. And number two is the box. It's like brand spanking new. So not only is the coin new, it comes in its original presentation box. So I think that is super, super cool. And in addition to that, the box has the engraving of five different types of U.S. coins which is just very cool, too. The box is like breaking new. So I think this is a beautiful, unusual piece. Look at that. And uh, we would appraise this probably for $1,000. So um, if you have any unusual pocket watches, wrist watches that you want to sell or appraise, please let us know. We're happy to evaluate, appraise, and uh, give you an evaluation. And if you like the appraisal, which I'm sure you will, we'll give you a very, very nice high cash offer. One of the few people that actually do appraising and buying. We're going to be back after a brief break from one of our sponsors. Okay, and we'll be talking about some other historical documents and some other rare watches. Okay, we'll be right back. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices. 
injuries in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. Welcome back, everyone. Lee the Appraiser for another segment of Amazing Appraising. Let's see, what have we been talking about today? We talked about a New York Mets Championship 1986 team signed baseball. We talked about three very unusual, heavy, solid one-ounce gold coins. We talked about a very unusual sort of a pocket watch, a gold coin watch, with its original box and perfect untouched condition from about 75 years ago. Uh, I'm not sure what else we talked about. We talked about... Uh, we didn't talk. We we have some other things we're going to be talking about. So let's get started here. By the way, uh, some of the last things we're going to be talking about is two are two incredibly rare Rolex watches. One, the first classic day day present they probably ever made, and then the next is a Rolex Gold Submariner. Um, let's talk about right now. So st- make sure you stick around for that. That'll be in a few minutes. They have here, this is an original linen uh, piece of material that's been printed and colored with an incredibly beautiful uh, original print or painting of George Washington, our first president. Um, It has there arrows which point to, I think, 13 of the original states of the Union at that time. Um, It says there, Georgia, Maryland, Carolina, Carolina, Delaware. Virginia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, uh, Connecticut, uh, New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and New Hampshire. It states there that in commemoration of the Centennial America Independence, which was dated 1876. This is so cool. So it commemorates from 1776 to 1876 when the United States, 100 years of their existence and freedom with an incredibly beautiful hand-woven picture of President George Washington. On the back it says, trademark with the eagle on it. This is so cool. And look at this condition on this, 150 years old, light new, really. An incredibly beautiful piece. We love all this historical stuff. Again, I want to emphasize to our listeners, I don't necessarily, um, it, you know, have to appraise something that's valuable. I like things that are rare and unique. If you have a unique photograph, letter, autograph, picture, painting, drawing, um, piece of entertainment memorabilia, you have a a book that was given to you by Marilyn Monroe, a picture that she took with you, a uh, photograph of John Kennedy, a. a Anything unique, we had, uh, you know, a picture with one of uh, Babe Ruth. We had a guy come in a couple of years ago. It's one of the things that I wanted to buy the most ever, and I wasn't successful. He came into our gallery with like a 300-page big scrapbook, and it was filled with black and white photographs of Coney Island. 
in, and these pictures were taken in the 1920s and 30s, okay? Mm -hmm. And there must have been a thousand pictures in this book, which is interesting, but not terribly valuable. But they had, it must have had 50 pictures of Babe Ruth in Coney Island. And this must have been taken around Halloween or maybe on Halloween because it had Babe Ruth in all these crazy costumes. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to buy it so much. And I tried and begged. The guy tells me he wanted like some crazy number at that time. This again, this is 25 years ago. So realistically, the most anyone would have paid for that would probably have been five grand. And he's asking me a hundred grand. And I'm telling him, buddy, I'm the ultimate buyer. I want to buy this for myself. And he says, no, that's it. Take it or leave the hundred. And I just couldn't justify paying that kind of money for that book. Would I pay it today? I'm going to say maybe. I can't say definitely yes or no. I'd have to see it again. So the story goes that this guy's father or grandfather was owned a uh, one of the booths there at Coney Island. Now they had all these gaming booths there for various games and you know whatever I don't even remember. But you know you know guess the weight, uh, throw the ball here, hit there, and uh, his his family owned the uh, these booths there. And he said he found the book there at one point at one time. I don't know how it get, how it f uh, came into being over there, but he got it. And I was just in awe. That was one of the nicest things that I was shown that I never had an opportunity to buy. So I regret that, but again, I couldn't have, it's not something that I said, oh, I should have paid that money. I, I, it was just, he was asking a price that was ridiculous, and that happens sometimes, I can't help it. So anyhow, we had this beautiful piece of George Washington, this beautiful centennial um, commemorative piece. So again, if you come across anything in history and oh I guess we were talking about that I got sidetracked so if you come across anything like that please 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 let us know we are very interested buying and appraising any rare pieces that you may have again just call or text us at 917-439-9610 and we're happy to answer any questions for you and give you a free estimate if we can Stick around again. We're going to be talking about some rare watches in just a couple of minutes. And what we have here is a 1970 jumbo-sized card of Wilt the Still, Wilt Chamberlain, one of the greatest basketball players ever. He was center on, I believe he played on the Philadelphia uh, 76ers, the San Francisco team, and then he went to the Lakers for the, I think, for the rest of his career. He's the only player in history to score 100 points or more in one single game. Um, this card is very rare. It's from an extra large set from 1970. Uh, so therefore, it was since it was larger, it was harder for people to collect, harder to hold, harder to keep, especially in nice condition. So all those things made it rarer to acquire as most of them didn't survive. And uh, of course the condition is exceptional on this card. It is uh, what we would call uh, probably X mint to mint. Um, my, uh, again, I'm a big sports fan. I've talked to a lot of players and fans and the consensus is 
He was probably the strongest player in the history of basketball. He was a giant, but known as a gentle giant. He actually stated that he was scared to hurt people when he played. He was very gentle. If you've seen any old footage or tapes of him playing, he was like very, very gentle. He physically never like tried to be aggressive. And um, I think he may have known, like they say, some people don't know their own strength. I think he knew his own strength. And I was told by somebody, a good friend of mine, who uh, went to the games in the 1970s, uh, he told me that he, he, was, uh, he was a good friend of uh, Dave DeBusher. And Dave DeBusher told him the story directly that I guess circa 1969 or so, when they were playing the Knicks, DeBusher lost his balance and fell to the ground. And Chamberlain, like, grabbed him by the jersey from his chest and picked him up with one hand. And DeBusher was one of the strongest people at the, in the league at that time. He, I'm guessing, was about 6'6", and he must have weighed 245 pounds. And Chamberlain picked him up with one hand with ease by grabbing his jersey. And that's the story I heard directly from a good friend of Dave DeBusher's. Um, anyhow, so uh, if you guys come across any sports cards or anything of that sort, please, please let us know and we will be happy to discuss them further with you, okay? Um, we have here, we are gonna be talking about, this is a inaugurational committee invitation. It's about eight by 10 inches with the gold imprint of the vice president and president of the White House. It says Nixon Agnew, if you can see that, all inscribed and printed in gold. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, this is a large invitation from the inauguration. It says the inaugurational committee requests the honor of your presence to attend and participate in the inauguration of Richard Milhouse Nixon as president of the United States of America and Spiro Theodore Agnew, vice president of the United States of America on Monday, the 20th of January, 1969 in the city of Washington. So this is a very cool thing, and what makes it even more interesting in the fact that it is, that's 69, so that's 31, 41, 51, 53, almost 55 years old. It is in spectacular, unused condition, and it was given specially by the vice president, and he signed it. So that is very cool that Spiro Agnew signed this piece and gave it to a very close friend of his for safekeeping. So again, if you have any uh, historical um, memorabilia, historical documents, anything like that, please let us know. And we will get back to you shortly. Okay, we'll be happy to buy and appraise anything you have. Okay, we're going to be taking a short break, and we'll be right back with one of the Rolex watches, as we promised. 
Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, Oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigat, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. This is Lee, the appraiser, back for another segment of Amazing Appraising from our amazing APR 57 gallery for our show called Amazing Appraising here, APR 57. Um, as I promised our listeners, they love the segments on the vintage Rolexes. Um, the prices, the demand uh, are very high right now. So if you have anything, please let us know. We're paying and appraising top dollar for them. So what we have here is the mystery box. We have an original box of an original Rolex here. We're going to open it up. It says the Rolex Oyster. This box is from 19, about 1955, 1957. And what we have here, we're going to open this up for everybody to see. This is what they call the Rolex Iconic President. It is the first watch they ever made with the day and date feature. Um, the date at 3 o'clock, the, uh, the day of the week at 12 o'clock. It has the automatic oyster perpetual movement. That means the shaking of your wrist will wind the watch. You can wind it manually, but the shaking does it as well. Uh, the entire watch is solid gold, the case, the back, the crown. It has what they call a pan pie dial. The edge of the dial is uh, curved down. Um, this is thinner than the way they make the models today. This is one of their first reference numbers. That's one of the ways Rolex you tell their model is through the reference. And the reference number here is 6611B. Sounds like an apartment, but it's actually the reference number of this watch, 6611B. It has a serial number. That means the number of the case they kept track of. That's how they kept track of the watches for inventory purposes. So the number of the case dates approximately 1956. Um, it is in absolutely perfect condition, working perfectly. It comes with the original box, all the booklets. Um, really, it comes on a... a dark brown stitched crocodile strap. Um, so this is a watch that would retail today probably uh, over $15,000. So um, it's one of their most iconic. The, the, the present was made and marketed for successful business people, celebrities and sports personalities, people that let's just say had the money to buy the best. 
and the Rolex present was considered the best watch made when it came out. That was the market that Rolex wanted to target. So it came out about, this is like the very first year they made it, about 1956, give or take. Um, and this is one of the earliest ones, uh, certainly the earliest one we've ever seen or handled. Um, so again, it has the automatic movement, it has the, the uh, gold case, all solid gold, the gold crown, the gold dial, gold hands, perpetual automatic movement in its original box. Now you could buy this when it came with the original, what's called President Bracelet. This is called the President Style Watch, which came in 18 karat yellow gold. This one came on a strap. Um, the bracelet, of course, we sell the bracelet separately, and we do have those watches available too, but a lot of people like the strap. It, they don't like necessarily always the gold bracelet. It shows off the watch a little better when you have the strap on it, etc., etc. So we love the vintage Rolexes, even if they're broken. If you have any even parts, Rolex crowns or buckles or watch boxes, anything watch case openers, we buy Rolex parts and we pay top dollar for them. So if you have any such, please let us know. We're happy to buy, appraise, anything that you may have. Okay? So we got a few more minutes here. We're going to talk about another extraordinarily nice Rolex watch here in the box. We love these boxes. So this is what's called, we've talked about these in the past. This is called the Rolex 18 karat gold and steel submariner. It's their first diving watch. Very heavy, very solid. This is the style originally that they made in the early to late um, 50s. Uh, the plain black one is the first watch they made, and that's the one that became famous through Sean Connery and uh, his playing the character of James Bond in the early 60s. This, they've uh, embellished it to the point where it is now not only a sport watch, but a very beautiful, you can wear it as a dressed watch too, basically all the time, 24-7. It has the 18 karat gold bezel, gold bracelet, gold crown, and the case is all steel. So it's a very strong, durable, heavy watch um, that has a very, very nice look to it. Rolex uh, made that dial famous where it's sort of like a blue sapphire. Very pretty, very attractive. Um, etc. So um, this is one of their most popular models. It's called their Sport Line, which are the Submariners. So out of all the Rolexes that are collected, you have the regular Oyster Perpetual Datejust, the regular standard models, and then they have the Sport models, which are very popular today. And the Submariner is one of the more popular ones. And this is the watch in gold and steel with the, again, it has the automatic perpetual movement. That means as long as you wear it, it goes forever. It has the date feature, and it has what they call the rotating diving bezel that clicks. And you can set that with the hand so you will know how much time if you're diving, whether you have 5, 10, 20 minutes left in your air tank before you have a problem. So, um, and their watches were known for, you know, they, they would use them for very practical purposes, meaning if you had somebody who at that time, today you have other watches, more of them are available on the market, but you know, assuming 40 years ago you wanted to go diving, professionally diving um, with an air tank, you wanted a strong, durable watch you can count on, and this watch was for that purpose. It was a diving watch that you could beat, hit, 
and it would be waterproof and you would worry about surviving. So that was something like that. They made watches that were very good for flying. For uh, They made one that was called the Explorer that went to the, 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 the mountain climber, used it to go to the top of Mount Everest. Um, all their watches are strong and durable, and the, but their sport watches are even more so. They have a, what they call, I think we talked about in the past, the Sea Dweller, which can go waterproof at that time up to 6,000 feet. Anyhow, so um, we have talked about a lot of things today. We've talked about autographed baseballs, World Series baseballs. We have talked about gold coins. We talked about historical documents, the inauguration of President Nixon signed by his vice president running mate. We have talked about a pocket watch made out of a gold coin. We have talked about uh, a uh, commemorative piece from the 1886 100th anniversary of the United States to commemorate George Washington and the United States' birthday. We talked about two iconic Rolex collectible watches, the first gold president watch ever made, and the Rolex Sports Submariner, which today is one of the most popular watches. Anyhow, guys, so um, we are going to take one more short break, and we'll be right back after this message. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigat, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even been broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-00. This is Lee the Appraiser saying thank you very much for listening to us. And we want to wish everybody um, a great week. If you have any questions, please feel free to call or text us at 917-439-9610. We're happy to answer any questions you have. And we wish everyone a great week. Stick around for my good friend Zeb Brenner. I hear he has a great show. So until next week. Stay safe, stay sound, and stay collectible, and pay your fares. Okay, take care, everyone. Good night.